Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Dell. We have a great guest today, Zach Fugman, uh, is from San Antonio. Um, Zach has two apartment complexes and 12 houses uh, so far and is continuing to grow his portfolio, has done a wonderful job since he's aligned himself here with real estate and getting invested and so forth. So welcome to the show, Zach. Thanks for having me on, Dell. Let's start, Zach, uh, back at the beginning. Uh, was there an age when you knew you were going to be entrepreneurial? I know you went through corporate America. You've had the big job, but was there an early age when you knew that you might be an entrepreneur someday? Well, I don't know. When I was young, uh, I had some friends that you know that started doing some real estate, and I thought it would be fun. But I was in engineering school, and it just kind of like it was always in the back of my mind, and I never really, I never really uh, took a, took advantage of it at the time. Uh, he he ended up uh, dropping out of college and becoming a self-made millionaire with businesses and, and real estate. And I became an engineer and did okay in comparison. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know where to go with that one, Zach. <laughs> that sounded yeah. a little remorseful yeah. there, huh? Oh yeah. man. All right. Well, we'll let that one drop, and we'll see what you had with your college degree and your and your engineering job, big oil companies. Yeah. Um, when did you become, let's see, disent starting to feel disingenuous about the corporate job? When when did it start to get to you? Well, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people may have heard my story before once, but uh, I I, tr- I started transferring like multiple times. I was at one point I was transferred like eight times in about six years kind of thing uh, and uh it was really become it went from being an adventure to a chore uh and um and then we finally got uh, kind of got dropped off in houston at some point and it was like uh it was 2014 and it was starting to oil was starting to teeter and i was just like oh and uh i started hearing the radio and i was just like Oh, I, I can actually invest in stuff and stay in one place. That'd be that'd be really nice. So, yeah. So that's how I ended up uh, joining LU in November of 2014. But uh, since I joined, I mean, uh, I've transferred twice: once to Lafayette, Louisiana, and once to, uh, and then here to San Antonio. So uh, that that's amazing. Time, so you can. Yeah, it's a, it's a nuts. Um, but uh, now, are you, you know, married? When, Have you been married you, to uh, all that? Yes, yes. And luckily, uh, Lu like you know, with the whole real estate investing got my wife super excited about when we left Houston. We sold our our dream house, and uh, she was more than happy after taking her two day class to uh, to, to uh, drop drop all our like uh, preconceived notions of what making it was and 
and can t- and then basically buy as many much real estate as possible. So uh, yeah, and she's basically basically we've taken we've invested wherever we've been. So we bought a couple of houses in Lafayette when we were over there. Wasn't going fast enough. Went ahead. That was in uh, 2015. Went ahead bought six houses in 2016. And then uh, 2017 is where we really started ramping it up. Right, right before we got transferred from uh, 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 San, to San Antonio, we were already under contract to get our, our 50 unit of, uh, complex uh, about 30 minutes from New Orleans uh, in Slidell. And uh, the day I, uh, I, uh, I signed the, the closing papers, I took off to San Antonio and left my wife to uh, take care of the uh, the complex takeover and stuff. And then it was, I mean, we just constantly going, going, going. And But we've always had a plan. It's like it, we're just kind of like building our way to it kind of thing. So, yeah. We're, now, were you she, at she's all afraid? for it because she, she gets, yeah. Were you all afraid at all about, you know, hey, closing on this deal and then moving away? Did that scare you? I mean, it wasn't the most pleasant feeling, but uh, we had a we had a we had done a really good due diligence on this property. And we had property management set up already for day of takeover, and um, we we had the contractors line up, and basically we were we were firing basically day two. Uh, to get things going, and once we we were really comfortable with uh, the property management company, and they were doing a good job, we uh, my wife then finally about two months later she was over to San Antonio, and uh, and now we just kind of like you know check on it every once in a while, and it you know it it went from being in the uh, we uh, had to get rid of some uh, purple Martian uh, no paying tenants. And it went from down to from about 94% occupancy down to 82. Now we're back up to 92 after a year's time. So, yeah, we're starting to. So, and this, we, we, is, we had rehab half the unit at that time. This is the one you're lead investor in, right? No, this is the one I'm an IRO. This is the IRO. Oh, this you, I did. oh you're an IRO. Okay. What about the one yeah. you're a passive in? Did you do that before or after this IRO deal? That was before. Uh, that was actually the first thing we actually did, uh, and actually it was like we invested uh, $75,000 into one of the syndications with one of the leads, and that that just that feeling of us, okay, we're handing over $75,000 cash to uh, a lead made us so much more comfortable going for all the other stuff that we started doing that, you know, when we started buying houses and we were only writing checks for like ten or fifteen thousand, it was like, wow, this is so much easier, you know. <laughs> and then, uh, and I was just like, it just so it just kind of came natural. And as I, and like a lot of teaching you guys do is just like, well, we followed it, and the renters came, and it wasn't like sweating bullets or anything. It was like, you know, I mean, it was it's just. It's not like like get rich overnight, but it's like it comes. It's just it's quick, but it's not like like midnight madness craziness. It's you know patience, and it comes. So and then we were just you know we were going. I mean then when the biggest thing for us was like you know we jump on these deals when they're they're available. So we just keep 
And that's why we ended up, right now we're with, uh, you said 12? Um, yeah, we have 12 houses in, actually 13 houses in our name. And then I'm, I, I bought my dad a pig membership uh, late last year. And, uh, and then he's now, he's under contract with three houses. And, um, and then I helped my sister get her first house, too. So wow, that's great, been, man! Bringing the so that yeah. that's really that's neat. I like to see that happening. That family investment stuff. So when you first started here, you, you way back to the beginning when when you came to Lifestyles Unlimited, how did you hear about us? Um, there was a radio show it was on on a, a Sunday, and um, honestly, I was just like um, I had a. Had a few too many the night before, and I was sitting in the car waiting on my kids, and I had to turn on something, talk radio, something on snow music. I had to listen to talk radio, and and uh, I was sitting there waiting for my kids' uh, Sunday class to be over, and I heard you guys on the radio, and saying, you know, this is how this is how easy it is to get a house, and this is like you know, and uh, I mean like it was uh, Steve Davis at the time, and he was just saying like. Uh, you know, this is pretty easy, and we became millionaires over time, and I was like, huh, this sounds so much more easier than, like, slaving away for uh, corporate America for another um, 30 years kind of thing. So Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, we're going to take a short break now. And if you guys would like to call and ask Zach a question, our number here is 877-711-5211. And Zach, I guess I'm just going to have to be thankful for your family that you were hung over at church. (laughs) (laughs) What a combination of features to occur to have you find us. Okay, we'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Zach Hugman and and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Zach Fugman. And Zach, I want to take you back to, you heard us on the radio, you decided to check it out. Um, who went to the first uh, two-day workshop, you and the wife or just yourself? It was just me. Um, like uh, the time we had, when we had two kids, time and um, she said she would just take the kids out for that weekend. I said I'm going to check this out, and she's like, uh, "Don't spend too much money." And by by about Saturday evening, it's like we're going to spend a bunch of money. I don't know. It's like we're just gonna we're gonna dump jump into this. It wasn't that much, but like we. We said, she's like, are you sure? I was like, I'm really sure of this. 
this is the first time of like of all the stuff I've ever heard. Like I'm not, re- I'm very convinced. And there was just like at the two day class, there were so many um, people that were already longtime members, and they were just coming back to to hear new. Sometimes you add a little new techniques and stuff like that that you've heard about, and like the single family or the multifamily or something like that. And they're just trying to get some more motivation. And I met a guy uh, who had like. 44 houses another person was just uh uh was a lead investor had a couple of apartment complexes and they were just kind of hanging out for the for the sense of community and camaraderie and i was like you guys are coming back to the first day class just because it's fun i was like oh this has got to be real so um (laughs) and uh so i you know i did that and then i was like and i i you know Really, like I was talking about my transfers before that next during the week after I signed up and everything, I got my letter for a transfer, and um, my wife was kind of upset and all that other stuff about like the house and everything else, and then I sent her the next week to uh, next month to the two day class, and she was like, "Let's go." Her whole mind changed. Her whole mindset. She's she's more she's basically more committed than me, but she's like. Uh, so, because she always wanted some kind of home-based business, or she always wanted to have she wanted to have a career, and I kept telling her like, "Look, I have a career. It ain't that. It's okay. It's mean like it's life." But I was like, I was like, create something you can make more money than me. That's always told her. I was like, I want you to make more money than me. This is before I even talked about lifestyles or any real estate to her or anything. And she's created a few businesses before on her own. And she's slowly getting there now with the now with the real estate um, between her own business and the real estate is pretty much even. Well, I consider that her her business is the real estate. I just find them, finance them, and let her run them. And then uh, and uh, I um, I continue in my W two at least for the time being. Hopefully that'll change in the next you know eighteen months or so if we can get some more some more bigger deals go, going kind of thing. So. Let's go back to the two-day again, and I always ask people this. Uh, for the audience out there that is listening to this, you know, they don't know you. They haven't heard you before. This is, for them, their first time to hear your story. I know you've told it before, case studies and so forth, but they don't get this. Tell us, what was the aha moment that when you walked in there, you knew this was for you? Something something changed to have the wife say, don't spend any money, and you call her back, and this is real. We're doing it. What aha moments did you have Share with the audience if you could, Zach. So the case study the night, on the Thursday on the case study, we had uh, a lady. Uh, uh, I think her name was uh, Janice Huerta, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, that's pretty and good memory, man. Very soft spoken, very soft spoken, very sweet lady. You, you basically had to force the microphone to her mouth so we could hear her, but she turned. Uh, she turned like a couple hundred thousand dollars into hundreds over ten years. It turned into one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars of cash flow per, for herself only over about ten to thirteen years. And she put like her son. She went through a divorce, with, like flying colors, because the, the apartment got her through, and it just took care of her because it just kept cash flowing, and. And I think she put her daughter through an Ivy League school and her son through uh, through the University of Houston. And she was driving a nice car, 
And, like, basically all she had was that one apartment complex. And I was like, all right, this has got to be it. This has to be it, owning all this stuff. Like, you know, people build hotels, apartments, whatever. Somebody's got to be making money off of them. So that kind of, like, that clicked. And then from the single fan, when we went to the two-day, you pulled up the, uh, you pulled up Har, and you, uh, you found a house, and you're like, oh, this this house will make, you know, like 25% cash on cash. You make 50% capital gains with this much, and I bet somebody will tag it and buy it within a couple of days. And, of course, that happened. It was like, that's that easy. It's so easy. I mean, like, I mean, like, you have to act. I mean, the ability to act, but it was like, I don't have that problem. Like, I'm really good about taking action, <laughs> but, but, like, it's just... It was just like me. I was like, man, it's so this is just like this is too easy, but it's like it's right beneath your nose, and most people are just afraid just to take some action and go for it. So I was like, I'm not. I'm going to go do it. Let's go. So well, it sounds it. like you you really grasp. It sounds like you really grasp onto the single family concept as you're calling it easy. I'm going to just say that what it sounds to me like is it just was really logical to you. It made a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, easy. like it. it it's it's very easy, like sequential steps, and like you know, you find a house, you find a house, you, you get it inspected, you know, you decide if then you do a CMA, a quest or, and with the sometimes the lifestyles realtors, you know, and you decide is this going to be worth it? Is the risk worth it? Is there enough meat on the bone? And usually, in my, all the ones I've done, just about all, yes, there's been. I've been, and I just, after that, I get all, I get, a, I get it under contract. I get bids from the contractors, you know, usually use hard money, you know, using the private money to uh, buy it because usually it's pretty beat up. And then lately it's been because of Harvey, I've been buying a lot of stuff. But uh, um, they, uh, and then you basically just fix it up and you have it ready. You put a sign in the yard within a week of it being finished or even two weeks. And uh, generally you have people knock and say, oh, I'd like to rent your house. And, and then by, by that time, once you have a lease done, you go back to the bank. It's just like, hey, Mr. Bank, I'd like a long-term loan. And that's it. And then basically checks come. You pay the bank. But you don't pay the bank. Your, your tenant pays the bank. So uh, I liked it. And, the that's life. and then you go do another one because it's just like, you know, it's like, you know, you got to get another hit. Got another. <laughs> so, you know, till you till you till you're good enough. So, now, now yeah. don't be telling the audience here that making money's addicting, Zach. Come on. You're going to get them all confused. <laughs> All right, we'll take a, we'll take a break, Zach. At this point, our number here, if you would like to call and ask Zach a question, he seems to have a lot of fun doing what he's doing. His number, our number is eight seven 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 eleven fifty two eleven. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Zach Fugman and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. 
The largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is coming to Texas Saturday, April 14th. Join thousands of top investors and expert wealth educators. Pick from topics like passive income, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, finding, fixing, and funding houses and apartments. Get your path to retirement in just one day. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Gain one-on-one access to hundreds of industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndication and trade professionals. Come shake hands with your retirement partner. Use promo code EXPO18 and get in for just $10. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Walmsley. Use promo code EXPO18 to get your all-access pass for just $10. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Meet featured speaker Brian Tracy, top-selling author of over 70 books, personal success and performance expert, along with Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, best-selling author and former United States Navy SEAL who received the Navy Cross and Purple Heart for his actions during Operation Red Wings. Your path to retirement in just one day. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code code expo 18 welcome back now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire america one person at a time del wamsley welcome back to del wamsley radio show with me here today on tell Dell is zach fugman and um before we went to or when we went to break um, somebody a student or somebody called up and they got somehow their phone dropped and they got kicked off the line so if you want to call back Feel free to. We'll get you on. Uh, Zach, um, listening to your story here, I'm getting the opinion you were all over the single-family housing, but you're not giving me any love for the multifamily. And so is it a leap to think that maybe the wife liked that part of it, or did you both like it and you just you resonate better with the single family? Tell me, tell me how you decided to come out of the two-day and decide to buy into a first as a passively and then to go ahead and do an IRO. Those are some big decisions right there. Where did those come from? That was that you, the wife, or the combination? Uh, it's a combination. Like um, when we went to the passive deal, it was just like, well, we did. We wanted to get into a deal, and we did. And it was just like we were moving, and uh, and we just did not necessarily know, but we wanted to get into this deal, which that deal. Uh, ended up winning like property of the year a few years a year or two later after the lead cleaned up the uh, all the problems <laughs> and um, and it looks like it's going to be doing for us well in the future but we just kind of like okay what can we do now because we really wanted to be in the multifamily but at the time we was like we're in middle middle uh, middle town. Louisiana, and it was just like, well, there was a whole bunch of lifestyle-type people around, and so we're just like, okay, let's just do some single families around us kind of thing. So we did a couple there, and then we started just getting more and more bold in the next year. After we refinanced almost all our money out of those first two, we uh, said, okay, let's, just, let's, let's see if we can do some stuff in Houston, do some more networking, and we went and bought some more, and then I ended up getting my real estate license in Louisiana, getting more connected with what was going on over there, and then this 50-unit apartment complex came up, came available, and uh, we ended up uh, purchasing that at the beginning of 2017. And then it was like, okay, this wasn't so bad. We kept it, we kept it stabilized. Um, and once we got moved to San Antonio, we had uh, their nucleus with David Fisher and all the people over here. That we started like okay we're, we're gonna go we're gonna try to do some more multifamily went went after uh, just I mean, mostly about location 
and, and like just having a big enough network to feel like we'd be comfortable going after uh, something bigger kind of thing, being able to, uh, you know, have the right people backing us versus like when we were on our own over there in Louisiana, we weren't on our own. We had the mentorship and all, but we, we had some friends outside that we just said, hey, let's go buy something. And But now we have like, I, I, I know, personally know like over 300 people that, that are also passive investors now. And um, so now I'm like, okay, I can talk to people and say, yeah, I got, I got a deal or something in the future. And I, I don't feel like there won't be interest in it, right? So, I mean, I'm not currently looking at anything because I, I just closed on my first lead deal the day before Thanksgiving. So uh, we ended up getting a 44-unit well, here in what's called Universal City, just outside of uh, San Antonio. Uh, and uh, we've, been, we've been hard at work, and we're, we're personally managing – we're doing the, the, the management of the of the property ourselves, and um, you know, t- taking care of business is a nice way to put it. Over the first month or so, because sometimes people, uh, uh, right before sale, they they put in some questionable characters. Uh, try to keep that occupancy high. So uh, we've been uh, we've been earning our money over the last four months. We'll put it away here. And we're having a lot of fun doing it, but uh, you know, and and learning learning more about the tertiary markets that we're trying to go after, uh, not just the big three or big four, I should say, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston, but try to start going around the suburbs and some other areas of these uh, cities because they're just like the competition's fierce, and we're just. We want to, but we want to continue to keep buying because it's so much fun. We're still making money even with the competition being fierce. So. <laughs> so I misunderstood your your uh, your whole story. Then you've actually got three apartments, huh? You've got one that you are, uh, you're an IRO in, in in Louisiana, and then you're a lead yep. in San Antonio, and you have a passive. So I I misspoke. You've actually you're in three yep. different apartment complexes, right? Yeah, so I'm a little everything, <laughs> and uh, and then like. I've been asked like two times to go up and no three times now to do uh, case studies on single families and I'm just uh, I'm more than happy to do it because like I just I, I get excited talking about it so I mean like eventually I'm hoping to be presenting some of my multifamily stuff in the future and uh, just trying to get more people to wake up and see the light that corporate America is not an end all it, it, it could it could end you but it might not end with the way you like <laughs> so and uh yeah so we just i've just been all over the place i've been whatever the deal's been available we've been trying to go for it so like we looked as far as port lavaca uh i'm originally from ohio i was looking at a deal up there um i don't i just i try not to limit myself because i know i mean like there's deal. People are doing it everywhere, but if we can do it better, right? As a, with yeah. all our our teamwork, mentorship. So, yeah, yeah. So you know that this is an interesting point. Most people, when they start something new like this, get pushback from their family members. 
you got a tremendous amount of buy-in from your family members. Was it everybody on both sides of your family that supported you, or did you have any naysayers? Uh, how about at work? Did people at work think you're crazy doing all this stuff? How, how's the, the support system around oh, you, yeah. friends people and family? Friends and family, so friends and family, initially they were hesitant on my, my, my side of the family. They were uh, not, um, they're just like, oh, that seems like you're you're taking your whole 401k and your stocks and all that stuff and you're putting, you're liquidating it. <laughs> they're all like shocked. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm putting it into stuff that actually pays me versus this, this line that goes up and down on this internet page and tells me I'm rich or I'm poor every other day. And then, uh, but on my wife's side, they're very, they're like hyper-capitalist and entrepreneurial, even though they're, they're, originally, they're from China. Uh, they're like, go for it. Here's some, here's some money. Put some money into a house or two for us or something like that. Just, you know, make our money grow kind of thing. And uh, uh, I was like, great, great, let's go for it. And so... Friends at work, uh, I was going around, when I knew oil was starting to teeter, I was kind of going around beating the drum, the sky's going to fall, sell your sell your oil stocks now, and I was being called crazy by everybody, and uh, I was crazy like a fox, more like after, uh, after like uh, oil went from like, you know, near 100 down to the 40s or 50s or whatever it crashed to. So, and um, never since then, I've never bought a stock since. And uh, I stopped investing in 401k, and I've, you know, uh, figured out um, how to utilize all that 401k money while I'm still employed and just putting it to work for me instead of for some guy up in Wall Street kind of thing. So, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. I, people, people just think I'm crazy at work still. But then again, I started getting comments of people saying, look, you know, some people come up with some kind of Ponzi scheme or some multi-level marketing. And then, uh, then, then, then they also, well, they hear, here's Zach just kind of slowly buying up whole counties or what's a joke kind of thing, not talking too much, just saying, yeah, you can come join me. It's fun. It's not rich overnight. It's not Bitcoin. <laughs> so... Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, you know, that must have been a real shocker when oil went from 100 to 40, being that you work in the oil industry. Um, <laughs> that had to have been a slap in the face to your friends, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for them, it was definitely like, uh, I mean, it's in some parts of the country, it's still really hurting. But, uh, um, but yeah, they didn't, it's like they couldn't see it, but like, I'd been working in Canada prior to that, and I'd heard the whispers of the, the pipelines kind of, you know, they're not working as well as they should because they're not flowing enough oil to the U.S. And I was, like, telling people, look, we're, we're in bad shape. We're, we're producing too much. We're too, we're too good. Basically, with frac, I said, we're, like, we've become too good for our own, for, like, we've become too efficient. And Zach, we're going to have to Zach, we're going to have to hold it right there. We're going to have to go to break. We'll be right back with Zach Fugman and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. 
What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Zach Fugman. And Zach has accumulated three apartment complexes. And this is interesting. He's got 12 houses in his own name. He's helped his father buy three, his sister buy one. Uh, in addition to that, he was a passive in an apartment complex that won an award. Uh, it was that profitable, that successful a property that won an award. Uh, he then went out and uh, bought himself an IRO deal. Uh, in a city that he was living in at the time and got transferred during the contract of the deal, left his wife behind to go ahead and get the property started, moved to San Antonio from Louisiana, left the property there. She got it running, got a property management company to take it over to where they don't have to do anything with it anymore. Then she moved to San Antonio. And then he turns right around and buys another property in San Antonio as a lead investor. And uh, he took on a challenging property uh, that is a, you know, going to be a value play where he has to go in and wipe out all the bad tenants, remodel the units, and turn the value around significantly. Zach, um, you, you've already talked about the fact that you, you, you're battling with the tenants right now. I read some of the story about it. It was kind of cute that you know, the guy was telling you you can't raise rents. The seller was telling you you can't raise rents on his old tenants. This guy was a lunatic, a wacko, wasn't making his tenants pay, had all kinds of agreements with him. Uh, this is fun kind of property to take over because pretty much it's all wrong. Almost anything you do is better than what was done before. This has to have tremendous upside potential. What do you think your potential is in raising the rents from where he had them? Obviously not raising them at all. Uh, what is your you know, your economic occupancy, did he have only 50% paying, 75%? You can raise it up to, a, you know, 90 to 100%. What kind of opportunity did this guy leave you on this plate? It sounds enormous. He uh, he basically had, like, about eight people that had back pay, back rent owed anywhere from $500 to $8,000 in, in uh, and he had he had the the gall to ask me to help him retrieve some of that back rent after the the property had been sold, and uh, we're like, no, we're evicting them. Good luck, sir. And uh, and so anyway, he had probably he had it like ninety four percent occupied, and it was probably more like an eighty eighty to seventy five percent economic. And um, on top of that, his rent were a hundred dollars or, or more below market, and and some of these were like like these were some special uh, apartments because it's right on the it's right on kind of like a canal area uh, near Lake Pontchartrain over there, and you look out the back of these and you see just like million dollar homes 
across the, the canal. So the view is awesome, and um, he was basically just running it as, like, a charity. And um, and it was, it was just letting it deteriorate. And the only time he ever any did some updates was after Katrina. So... So yeah, we have a lot. We've updated about 24 to 25 of the units, and we're—I mean—we're average updated units getting a hundred dollars more than he was previously getting out of the old stuff. So, um, now, I think I read somewhere. Yeah, so we have you, a. As I say, I think I read somewhere you said it's already gone up about $500,000 in value. What do you think after you do all of the upgrades, get all the rents up, you know, how much more will it be worth than what you paid for it? Do you have, have you penciled that out of your work product yet? Well, we're thinking after we, we have a loan for seven years, and our investors are all long-term guys, and they're all thinking that uh, we're thinking that we bought it at $2 million. We're thinking at the end of this seven years, we're at a minimum. We're thinking three and a half. We can sell it for, and uh, maybe even four at the time, uh, because that that would only put it at eighty a door in a nice a nicer area that's uh, only a half hour from uh, the French Quarter. But it's not. You get all the nice part of uh, uh, Southern Louisiana without all the, uh, the some just a lot less uh, noise. You can get the noise if you want it, but you don't need it. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so we're 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 pretty happy with where the direction of that one's going, uh, the one over there in Louisiana, and then um, yeah, we're it, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna blow this one up, and it'll be something to talk about in the future, kind of thing is the going you know going to new places and looking out new opportunities and stuff. So, um, but now, uh, the lead started, dog over here and uh and go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say this lead deal over here in San Antonio, I think also is like, I think after a few years, we'll be able to definitely increase the value over on this one, too. It's just like sometimes you go into something you think it's going to be a, you're unsure if it's going to be a hybrid or yield or something like that. But you see that, like, all the stuff that they didn't do kind of thing that you can increase, increase value and just basically increase the neighborhood look and people start coming to you to get better rents. So, yep. You only got a minute left, actually 30, 40 seconds. Uh, what's the future for the, the Fugman family? What are you looking forward to? Uh, buying, buying more multifamily. That's basically it. Buy more of it, uh, quality multifamily, or, or something that will be quality, <laughs> and uh, eventually getting out of corporate America. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it, sharing your story. And I do look forward to you getting that day where we can uh, give you that departing party and everybody can cheer. Uh, so keep up the good work, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in the future. Are you coming to the Expo real quick? Five seconds. Oh, yeah, I'll be at the Expo, definitely. Don't Anybody who's on here, should if there you have any thoughts of going, go. Just go. All right, excellent. We'll see you there. And for the rest of you out there, remember this, Zach, myself, and everybody here at Lifestyles, we're not doing this for more money. We're doing it for a lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.